0: To start off this episode, right, I'm not going to sing a song or reference a particular song, but what I'm going to do is retrospectively look at the year 2004 and T.I.'s Urban Legend album. That album was really, really beneficial to me, and I really love it, right? Um, And I want to look at that album because it takes me to a place where, like I was still in college. And in college, I was a game freak. Like, you could come to my room at any particular time and just we could be on the game going. But I remember playing Midnight Club L.A. And um, you could listen to ASAP while racing or driving around the city. And I remember ASAP coming on. And I would be driving around the city, and on Midnight Club LA at the time, you could switch between cities, and LA was one, and and Atlanta was the other, right? So I would be driving around Atlanta, bumping ASAP, and as soon as ASAP would go off, I would go do my races, like that would be it. Um, but yeah, that's that's just it. Uh, Ti's Urban Legend album is. One of those albums that I place in my top ten, like that's there. You niggas better exit asap, asap, asap. Hey, you nigga better exit asap, asap. Motivation. I'm just praying for help. Um, what else was on that album? I think twenty four. No, no. Oh, you don't know me. Was You Don't Know Me on there, I don't even remember. Mm. I think it was. I think You Don't Know Me was on there. 2004, yeah. You Don't Know Me was on there with Swiss Beats. So now, now that my blood is boiling and my mind is churning, if I have to do a top 10 of albums right now that are beneficial to me, Um, 2004, of course, Urban Legend, T.I.'s album. Uh, I'm going to say John Mayer, Room for Squares. I think it came out in 2001, but I heard it around 2004 when I was working at American Eagle. That really helped me to what white people was listening to. And I fell in love with that album. Neon is one of my favorite songs on there. 85 is one of my favorite songs on there, too neon neon yeah um erica badu by duism 1997 i want to say that was a that was my first time uh listening to a woman just sing um and other side of the game oh my god man i love that song other side of the game um such a four-leaf clover and i and you know what I was like thirty four years old, maybe thirty three, when I heard that. No, I was thirty four because I, no, I was thirty five. I am sorry because, and I heard it on title. It was um, what was that group? But she covered that song and they killed it too. Who I forgot who the who the originators were, but they killed it anyway. All right, um, Aquimini. I love Equimini. I think I was in high school. Yeah. First year in high school, 1998. Um, Discovery by Daft Punk. So and I like electronic music. So electronic music and soft rock, rock, whatever you want to call it. 80s rock, I love all of that. But white people, I have a listening ear for your taste of music as well, and I can give you some bangers if you start throwing out names, I can do it too. Um, I said room for Square's urban legend, Baduism, Discovery, Aquemini, Sweet Thing by Boney James. I think it was nineteen ninety seven. Um, and I say this album because when I remember when I came home from school from graduation, um. Me and my mom was going to Columbus, and she was just getting hip to the fact that, like, this nigga's grown. Like, this ain't no little boy no more. So we're driving to Columbus, and I'm playing jazz. And she's looking at me like, what? So, and I went from playing John Mayer to playing jazz. And she's just looking like, okay, like, all right i i see what you're doing okay it's weird but i respect it so and i was playing the sweet thing album now and, and we was just talking and it was a calm and relaxing mood in the car um shit what album i want to go with you know what guerrilla warfare hot boys that album was very beneficial to me because so me and one of my homeboys we used to have a radio station on the back of the bus like he would bring his speakers his cd player and uh his his CDs and I would be the guy doing it. Like our bus driver would turn the radio down and at the particular time we would listen to 104.1 on the bus. And um he every Friday morning, like I would go buy the gum, I would buy all the candy, and we would play ten songs, you know, and whoever could give us the ten songs starting at ten, going all the way to one, they would get like spearmint or some Winterfresh fresh for the day. And, like, the shit used to be so lit because everybody, like, we would legit jam on the bus. We would play Pastor Troy, Hot Boys. We play plenty of BG. We still played some No Limit. We played a lot of different shit. And our bus drive was with it. Um, Joe, All That I Am. Man, that, that was the first album that I, that was the first CD that I ever bought. And I bought it in seventh grade. And I was supposed to give it to this girl, Natasha Dent. But my mom was like, nah, you ain't getting no little gal, no gift, and you ain't finna go to her house for Christmas. And I was upset about that. I really was upset about that. Anyway, um, Wu-Tang, Enter the 36th. That was the first rap album I ever heard. Cream, Cash Rules, everything around me. Love it. Um, let me see, let me see. I'm going to say Common, B. dun 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 dun, dun That was the first common album I could ever listen to 2004, 2005 I want to say I fell in love with it and that changed my whole perspective of listening to Rapity rap ass niggas Alright, those are mine Hey man Catch you after the break, after the minute commercial. We're going to jump off in two, five minutes of nothing, three minutes of shit I don't care about. And then I have a, I got excited. (laughs) Then I got a good podcast. All right, in a minute. All right, so look, five minutes of nothing, right? Check this out. Um, I'm really not a diverse person, like most people would probably assume. Um, I'm well-rounded, but I'm really not that diverse. I'm really not that diverse when it comes to food. I like what I like, and I stick to it. Like I love to eat what I like to eat. Right. This was uh, pre vegetarian journey and post vegetarian journey as well cuz I still been closed-minded to a certain type of food. But check this out. So, um the past within the past month I've ate Mexican food um twice, maybe three times. Three times. I'm going to say three times. And I had the same thing. I had um a veggie fajita and it was fucking awesome. Oh my God. The vegetables were great. The beans, like everything hit on the head, right? So that that opened my mind to, you know what? I'm I'm going to start eating Mexican. Like I had no problem with it. Like, okay, I'm going to eat Mexican. And now I think about it. I was sitting with my mom and I went and got some nachos and and some other Mexican dish. I think I got like a veggie quesadilla. And I, I literally killed it. She was like, you didn't want to see if I was hungry? I was like, nah, sis, because you just finished eating such and such. And she was like, but you in my house? I was like, this is my food. I left to go get me some food. You can have some of these chips and dip. So we laughed. And um, anyway, I ate Mexican then. So it might be like the past month it has two within the past month and a half you know what that was when Auburn and Oregon played because we watched and rooted for Oregon um so up to date I yesterday I met my friend in and and um she was across town I was on the other side of town we called I called her see what she was up to we met and and I told her I wanted Mexican I was like yo let's go get some Mexican food and she it was PJ, my friend PJ. She was in Walmart. She was like, well, I'll be on that side of town in a minute because I'm going to Aldi and, you know, whatever. And so I was like, all right, bet. So I, I called her when I got to Aldi because I wasn't far away. So she pulled up, hopped in the car with her. Um, we chatted for a quick second. And she was like, well, I'm going to Chipotle. I was like, to myself, I'm like, Chipotle? Nigga, no, let's go get some real Mexican food. And um, so we get to Chipotle. And we, we walk in, mind you, I, I've i never been to Chipotle, y'all. I, I've never been. And um, we walk in, I asked her, I was like, hey, do they sell fajitas? She was like, Nico's, no, they don't. They sell bowls i'm like i don't want no bowl and i'm looking at all these white people eat and i'm sort of getting upset so we get to the um to the right there where you order we get to the counter and i look up i see burrito i was like all right i'll get a burrito cool whatever so get the burrito and you know i'm asking the girl like hey what's this she was like oh that's tofu but they're gonna charge you as a meat so all right cool i get the tofu whatever i sit down to eat And look, my burrito was really big. My burrito was huge. So um, we sit down and we're eating and I bite into it. And I promise you, it was orgasmic. Like I could have literally bust on myself. That's how good my taste buds were feeling. Like that burrito really changed my life and it really changed my Point of view and my perspective, well, point of view and perspective is the same thing. I'm just going to say perspective because it sounds good. They changed my perspective of Chipotle. And that was my first time eating Chipotle. And I was telling PJ, like, look, I think I want another one. She was like, you want another burrito? I was like, yes, nigga, I want another burrito because that shit was good. So she was, she snapped some candid pics of me, and I'm going to post them. But she snapped some candid pics of me eating, eating the burrito. And I remember she asked, she was like, nigga, why are you frowning? And I'm like, nah, I ain't frowning. I'm just, like, I'm flabbergasted right now. But, yeah, Chipotle. Chipotle changed my mind. Mexican food has changed my mind. I was telling somebody the other day, like, you know, 36. I'm just going to do things differently. And Mexican food has changed my mind. Five minutes of nothing. <sighs> I'm really tired of doing this one, but I like doing it because. I get to express some stuff that I really don't like. So three minutes of legit shit I don't care about. All right. um, Like everybody knows I'm vegetarian. I'm, I'm getting to the point. I don't, I don't even talk about it anymore. But I'm going to talk about it this time because of sh- the shit I don't care about. So um, for where I am locally, there there aren't any. Besides Mexican food, there aren't any just places you can go and just get veggie burgers. Unless uh, I want Burger Fi. And I don't want Burger Fi all the time. So when I go to Burger King, I get the impossible whopper, right? And um, like po like pre vegetarian walk or vegetarian journey, whatever you want to call it, like pre and pre and currently, right? One thing I hate about fast food restaurants is all those fucking napkins i hate that and i don't care to have them like i don't understand this why in the whole world why why would you give me 138 napkins for what i don't need them and i'm not one of those people that's going to keep them in my glove compartment no nigga i don't want these hard-ass napkins these industrial napkins them shits hurt I don't like those. Quit giving them to me. Quit passing them out. They should ask people. Like when they ask you, "Do you like do you want ketchup?" Like, "No motherfucker, I don't like ketchup on my fries." So you know I don't want napkins either. But they should ask you, "Do you want napkins?" Just ask. Be courteous. Just ask, "Do you want napkins?" I'm going to tell you no. I don't want napkins. Not at all. I don't like them. And I, I've been in the car with people they just get all the napkins like they just shove them in the bag and so when they get their food, they take them out the bag and they' like they'll be like, yo, put these in the glove compartment And when I'm in the car with someone else or i and I've experienced this several different times like will you uh give me something to wipe my hands or, or blow my nose with or whatever like give me reach in the glove compartment. the first thing I see is those hard napkins like why do you keep these the only person that I know has some decency about themselves and some type of class about themselves is my friend PJ she does not keep those wait a minute I almost just told a whole ass lie on a rant she keeps them in her, in, her, in her side door in her glove compartment she keeps wet wipes and uh, tissue shit Three minutes of shit I don't care about. Yo, 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 yo. Welcome back to another episode of Views from a Jerk, a podcast by Nikos Davis. All right. So look, to jump this, um, the meat of this podcast off, today is a national holiday, um, Somehow, the banks are still open. I don't understand why, but they are. But this holiday um, was established 2016. Um, Today is my birthday, and today is a national holiday. Um, It's my, Matthew McConaughey, and Diddy's birthday. Make sure that you send birthday wishes. Um, Yeah, man. November Scorpios do it way better, 100% better. If you haven't got pipe from one, or if you haven't got vagina from one, I suggest that you should. It'll, uh, you know, it'll tingle your soul. And I swear to God, it'll put you to sleep. It really will. So, to all November Scorpios, it's the season. We here. It's official. October Scorpios had it for like two weeks. Now the real niggas is here. All right. Anyway, you know what? No, I ain't no anyway, because I ain't done talking. November Scorpios man Get you some sex from one of us We do it way better We do it way better And our mouths are 100% more sassier Than they should be If you haven't been talked shit To by November Scorpio uh, You should thank God If you haven't been stressed out By a a November Scorpio You should most definitely thank God That your hair is still a decent color And your nerves aren't shot yeah, that's pretty much it, man. Today is my birthday. Um, I'm not going to be walking around with money pent on me, but you can get this cash app, and you can get this PayPal. And you know what? Like last week, um, I was people sent me I well four people sent me a dollar, and I was wholeheartedly appreciative of it. That was it. That was my version of so I passed out my on Twitter and on Instagram. Um, I passed out my Cash App and my PayPal, right? And most people have Cash App, so I ain't trip. And I was like, yo, everybody just sent me a dollar. And four people sent me a dollar. And I laughed at it. I thought it was cute. And to those four people, thank you. I most definitely appreciate it. Your gift is the gift that helped me get some food. All right. All right. Anyway, um, moving forward. <sighs> to all my Tuskegee alum yo happy homecoming yesterday was the official kickoff of homecoming week i'll see y'all niggas thursday in atlanta um if Peyton wasn't your president i don't know where y'all are partying and i really don't care because i don't need fuck with y'all but if Peyton was your president if you came in during the Peyton era right you already know we're gonna be at havana tearing it down um yeah, I see y'all Thursday and Friday and Saturday, Sunday you go back to living your regular life and I will do the same as mine. That's that's just that. Shout out to all my niggas from um, you know what? All my people from New Orleans that are coming, I fuck with y'all and I can't wait to see y'all for real, for real. All right. You know, now this is what I'm really waiting to get into, and I'm like, let's just get to it. So here is the birthday list. Here's the birthday list, and usually I will clean it up, but no, nah, y'all getting this birthday list with all the edits and scratches that of uh, songs that I didn't want to put on, and one song that I listen to every year. Um, I didn't listen to it this year. I really didn't want to. Um. I, I just dropped it um that's Mark Morrison return of the Mac. you lied to me do, do, do bo, boom, boom, boom. return of the mac once again Whoa. come on Ooh, yeah. yeah i didn't I didn't do return of the mac this year um because i'm thirty six I went with my man, Gucci Man. Gucci Man Bricks. Uh, whole white bricks. White and tan bricks. Bricks. Uh, whole 36. 36 zips, man. Hey, Gucci Man said 36 zips. That's a whole chicken. So, we went with Gucci Man. Gucci Man Bricks. That is the official birthday song. Um, yeah. That's it. Anyway, let me give y'all this birthday music, and you know what? I think I'm. I think on Apple Music and on Title, I'm going to do a, an official birthday uh playlist, and it's gonna be these probably these ten songs. Yeah, it'll be these ten songs, and man, y'all enjoy it. You can rock out with it for today. You know what? Rock out with it for the rest of the week. Um, everybody on Apple Music, I am going to post. The um it's a playlist that I did sometime last year. Um, the world famous Soul And it's everything that we jam to, the Peyton era kids jam to uh at the Soul In. So and it has Wayne Wonder on there. Man, it got all the good shit. It got Lil' Rue, this is that nasty song. It got Webby Boosie, it got Bone Crusher, Man, it got some real hot shit on there. For real, for real. All right, anyway, um, birthday playlist. Here we go. First song is Gucci Man, Bricks, and it features Yo Gotti, Young Ralph, and is Juice Man on there? I don't think Juice Man on there. Juice Man might be on there. Anyway, Bricks. Ah, whole white bricks, white and tan bricks. Then Yo Gotti said, I'm from North Memphis, uh, 28. It's just call them grown men That dope step don't Call it step child Yeah anyway uh, The next song is Drake Wu-Tang Forever It's yours it's yours That's for sure That's for sure What you know about bum, bum, bum. Yo I really love Wu-Tang Forever It's yours That's for sure That's for sure is yours? Yeah. Um. Next song is a trap called Quest Electric Relaxation, and I chose this song. RIP to um. RIP to pops granddad, Mister Bitches. If you watch um, if you watch the Boondocks, then you know he granddad was also Mister Bitches. Um, and I'm not saying that word. I'm just referencing one of his monikers. well one of his aliases um but yeah electric relaxation i chose this song because um if i remember when i first heard it it was season two of the wayans brothers because at first they had on the first season they had we're brothers we're happy and we're singing and we're colored give me a high five boom and then they had some corny stuff playing but season two they opened up with electric relaxation. We're, we're brothers, we're happy, and we're singing, and we're colored. Da-na-na-na. Give me a high five. And then they were would... electric relaxation. And another reason I chose electric relaxation is because uh, Fife Dog had a really killer verse in this song. That nigga started off with, I like them brown Puerto Rican and Haitian. That was it. I like that part. But his entire verse is bananas. If you haven't listened to that song in a while, man, go play it. Um, Shout out to Sabrina. Sabrina. um, A Tribe Called Quest is one of her favorite groups, man. And I remember doing our tenure, she really forced A Tribe Called Quest on me. Like, yo, these niggas is just mad dope. And I remember telling her, like, man, I don't want to hear that rapity rap as 90s shit right now. Like, I don't want to hear that. And we would just go back and forth, but I appreciate a try called Quest. Um, electric Relaxation. Alright, the next song is Tom Brown, Funkin' for Jamaica. Jamaica funk, the love of it gotta get into you. Tom Brown. Listen, y'all need to get into Tom Brown. Um, Who was it? I think Marquito. What is Marquita Holt from uh, Nashville? Is Marquita from Nashville? Anyway, y'all know Marquita. If you went to Tuskegee, you know Marquita. Me and her talked about this song for the longest. I remember I was at her house, and we was just playing some music and just talking, and I played Tom Brown. She was like, nigga, you like this? I'm like, hell yeah, this is my shit. She was like, Yo, I play this Saturday morning when I clean up. This is my official after I've ate breakfast, did my uh yoga and her chants and stuff, she would play Tom Brown. And Tom Brown is officially the second birthday song. Um the next song is Kanye West, We Major. Come on, homie, we major. We major. Come on, homie, we major. We major. So, um This is the graduate, no, no, it's not, I was about to say the graduation album, I I was about to lie, it's not graduation, it's late registration, the late registration album, um, it features Nas, Really Doe, and I don't know who else is on there, oh, uh, Tony Williams, A feeling that I never, ever had before today. Yo, come on, homie, we made you. Man, this reminds me of my friendship um, that I had with um, my my partner, Johnny. Um, Man, we played this like every day for like two weeks straight. This would be the first song that we played whenever we linked up. And we played a lot of different songs. But this would be the absolute very first song that we played, We Major. And when it was his birthday, when it was my birthday, we played, like, yo, like, it was a Facebook post, like, ah, oh, this is for my man, such and such. You know, We Major, happy birthday, my nigga, boom, 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 boom. But We Major, come on, homie, We Major, We Major, come on. Um, all right. My next song is Back to Life by Soul to Soul. Back, back, back to life, back to reality. Mm, mm, mm. Yo, I really like Soul to Soul. I'm a really big fan of Soul to Soul. I live at the top of the block. There's no more room for da-na-na-na. I stand at Look the writings on the wall How do you want me? How ever do you need me? That reminds me of Belly too. Man, shout out to Hype Williams. Soul to Soul is so dope. Belly was a really good movie. That was when they was walking into the club. Alright, um I've mentioned this song before. But I'm going to mention it again today. It's my nigga, Big Crit. Bury me and go. Bury me and go. I was listening to this song very, very early this morning. And Big Crit said, "Um, I would trade in my soul for something. Oh, no, no. He said... Um. Yeah, he said he would trade in his soul to be in a precious place of gold. He was talking to God or whatever. But listen, uh, if you haven't heard, if you haven't played that bit Crit album in a while, I really suggest that you do. I'm going to play it today. I am. I'm going to play that bit Crit album today. Shout out to my nigga A-Live because we talk about that album like, yo, I'm going I'm to see my nigga this weekend. Like, bro, we talk about this album a lot. Um, bury me in gold. Like, that's it. When it, Whenever my number comes, um, if it's my kid, uh, a wife, you know, whoever it is that has to put me under. Just make sure you, you know, you get your boy a gold casket. Like, I just, it, it can be, like, fake gold casket, but just throw a gold rope around my neck or something. Bury your boy in some gold. Alright, um, Ooh, we're gonna go with this one. I think I've mentioned this song before. I'm not quite sure. But my next song is Dom Kennedy, Gold Alpenas. Yay, 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 yay. Yay, 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 yay. yay, yay. It features Rick Ross. Go, uh, he says, Chrome out, chromed out beamers on Gold penis yeah 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 yeah. Uh, yeah 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 then ross come in on that second verse um you know i had the uh what did he say it was you know i had the something something i think it was the 760 whoo so um Gold Alpenas, I know you can find it on YouTube. It's not on title, it's not on Apple Music, but it is on DatPiff. I have the Dat Piff app, and I have I have the Yellow album um, saved to my library. And that's the that's the album that you can find Gold Alpenas on. It's by Dom Kennedy, Gold Alpenas on the Yellow album. Alright, um, my next song is Juvenile 400 Degrees. Listen, juvie is one of those niggas from the south that get every bit of respect that they owe that they're old like i give that nigga all the respect in the world i give that nigga juvie all the respect 400 degrees bitch what how bust your ass up don't even go to that water i'm ready to mask up i heard about the money that's a nice change for the right price i bust the right brain Something like a chop or a grenade in his hand. Hand. Boy, look. Nigga don't play no game no more. Nigga best your hit. Ah, nigga bust a head if you bang his hoe. Attitude adjustments we all need. The mailman just dropped off a package at my door. I heard him walk up on the porch. Listen, man, y'all better respect Juvenile, bro. Juvenile does not get enough respect. Juvenile don't get enough respect. Trick Daddy don't get enough respect. It's a lot of it's a, you know, us Southerners. We have a lot of gems. Like a lot of people from New York always, yo, Big L, uh, you know, those type of niggas stack bundles, chinks, like, bro. No, I'm good. I don't, I, I don't ever. I've never heard of them niggas. Well, I heard of Big L because I used to watch Rap City, but I didn't think Big L's music was all that. You know, so. And just just with all due respect, how y'all feel how most New York niggas feel about Big L and Chinks and, you know, them type of niggas, that's how I feel about Juvenile and Trick Daddy. Y'all better get them niggas they respect and you better speak on their names with all the respect. But anyway, I'm getting sides right. Anyway, Juvenile four hundred degrees. That song goes hard. Um, and the very last song is Luther Vandross bad boy uh having a party is the song that was played on um the first house party and i chose this song because house party reminds like house party if i if if i could relate to any character in that movie it would be the character that kid played he was he was corny um, uh, he always stayed into some shit and his dad was really strict on him. And my parental was very strict on me. Like I could still, I could do stuff, but the stuff that I wanted to do that she wouldn't let me do. Nigga used to sneak and do it. Nigga used to sneak and do it. And I would, and I would get caught like two weeks later talking about it. Like, yeah, I went to such and such. Like what? I ain't tell you, you could go down. I told you no. And I'd be like, what? I mean, I heard. And anyway, I would get grounded. For like two days, but I still did what I want to. All right, that's it, man. Um, running this birthday list back, we got bricks, Gucci man, Drake, Wu Tang Forever, um, Tribe Called Quest, Electric Relaxation, Tom Brown, Funkin' for Jamaica, um, Kanye West, We Major, uh, Soul to Soul, Back to Life, Big Crit, Bury Me in Gold, Gold Alpiners by Dom Kennedy. Uh, luther vandross bad boy house party uh you know what i do have mark morrison return on the mac on here i'm sorry you lied to me yeah we're gonna keep that i have it wrote down on here um juvenile 400 degrees like that's it all right so now we got the good birthday celebration out the way Let's jump off into this podcast. Hold on. Somebody sent me. Oh, snap. Schnittity up. Who is this? Somebody sent me a cash out. Oh, shit. Who? Who? Wait a minute. Hey, it says lunch on me. $36. Thank you. Oh, oh. Oh, oh, I'm going straight back to uh, Chipotle. I'm going to get me another burrito. Boy, look at God. Man, look at that. Shout out to my man, Marcus. Um, Let me tell this quick story. Like, and then we talked about this. Yes. Was it yesterday? Why did I talk about nigga Marcus? It was yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday. Um... He wants to, you know, he's coming in to town Thursday, and I'm going to Atlanta early, early Thursday morning. And um, he was like, "Yo, you know, we're gonna rip and run around the city real quick before we hit the mixers up." Um, like, you know, I want to go take a pic over at uh, the Outcast mural. I'm like, "Yeah, the one in Five Points." And I, I'm looking, I'm like, "Damn, nigga!" Like, I'm legit. Like, yo, bro, you got a whole agenda plan, like, nigga, really? Like what the like nigga, I'm finna call your wife. Like bro, you need to chill. Don't act like a tourist, my nigga. It's homecoming. That's what I'm thinking to myself. And he gonna hear this. He gonna be like, yo, oh man, you put me on blast. Like nah, my nigga, it's all love. But um, he was like, this is this this kept getting up under my skin. He was like, um, yeah, you, know, you know we can go to the slutty vegan, get something to eat. I'm like like slutty vegan is good y'all it really is um i was just like you know what and i finally just told him i was like my nigga this is what i'll do i'll go to slutty vegan with you you can get slutty vegan but a nigga like me i'm going to viva la vegan bro i'm going to get like slutty vegan is good y'all like dead dead ass slutty vegan is really really good but I just, I i i didn't want to eat Slutty Vegan again. I've had it a couple different times. And it's cool. But I just prefer to go to Viva La Vegan. I told him, I was like, look, my nigga, I'll take you to Slutty Vegan. I'll stand in line with you. Like, my nigga, I'll let you, like, you can experience it. I've had it. Like, that's it. I want you to get it. But a real nigga like me, bro, I'm going to the Swats. And I'm going to Viva La Vegan. And he was like, oh, nah. Nah, my nigga, I'm going to go where you go. And then I started talking even more. I'm like, you know, but then now I think about it, shit, I might go to plant-based pizza because that shit just good too. And I was like, the chicken sandwich I was talking about that one time, they sell that. And he was like, yo, coach, my man, you know, it's whatever. Like, you know, I just, I just, uh, short story, nigga, I ain't going to slated vegan, bro. I'll drop you off there. Nigga like me, I'm going to Viva La Vegan. I'm getting that. That um shrimp po boy and the shrimp is made out of jackfruit. That's what I'm gonna knock out. And then feel free to go to Slated Vegan. You know what I mean? It's just gonna be like a $15 meal. Mine'll be like $13, so it ain't it ain't that much of a difference. I just, you know, just had to shoot across to the swats and get it. Which they're not far from each other either. Now I think about it. Um But yeah, my nigga, just you can get your you can get you a uh a Viva La Vegan plate for for the road. But it, look, I'm still getting sidetracked. Anyway, jump off into this show. So I did a podcast of about two weeks ago, right? And um, I didn't post it. And I just, I held on to it for a few days. And it was, it was just really, really sporadic. It was all over the place. And that's how I wanted it to be. But then when I, I listened to it like two or three times, and I was like, nah, I don't want to post this. I don't even like it. I was I was literally all over the place. I was short topic on some things. I was just like, I ain't got no ideas about it. So just in conversation that I had with a couple of different people, I was like, you know what? This shit is interesting. Let's talk about this. And I just noted everything on my phone and my notes. And uh, here we go. So at work, right? Um, and, and growing up, well, I'm going to start off like this. Just growing up, I didn't have a nickname. Um, the older I got, I still realized that I didn't have a nickname and I used to be really bothered about that. Like, you know what I'm saying? People getting called such and such, such and such. Like my nigga, uh, my nigga Jeff from mobile. We started calling that nigga Jizzle. Um, my nigga Dave, we just always called that nigga Dave, but his name was just cool. Like, Oh, that's Dave. You know what I'm saying? My nigga Terrence called that nigga T Floyd. Um that my nigga Norris, like Pizzle, Nori P. And I'm just like, nigga, I don't have a nickname. Like even, even the nigga Johnny, we used to call that nigga J-Ray. Like my homeboy Pierre, we call that nigga Petey. Um my other homeboy Tay. Like, we just call that nigga Tay. And here is my name, Nikos. And then, like, even my nigga Ferg from Chicago, my nigga Jermaine. We call that nigga Ferg because of his last name, Ferguson. And I'm like, my name is just Nico's. Like, I didn't have a nickname. Low key, that shit used to really, really bother me until like MySpace came, right? And I remember I was like, I need to put something cool up here. And I just put KOS. I put KOS. And... um. I remember I started going to a different barber shop and uh the guy there, he was like, Oh, you chaos. I was like, Huh? He was like, Yeah, your name chaos, right? I was like, nah, nigga, that says coast. My name is Nico. So it's just I just took the N E off and just put Coast. He was like, Oh shit, my bad. I thought your name was Chaos. I thought you were like some type of rap nigga. I was about to see what you could do. I want to hear you rap. <laughs> and um, but that's where Coast started from. And then I linked up with my nigga uh, Jason and we did do a, um, a, a a rap thing and it was like coast coast and it stuck. And the place where he was working, uh, we were friends with a lot of girls there and they just started calling me coast. Like, Oh, that's coast. Hey, Coast, 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 coast. So coast just stuck. And I officially garnered a nickname. And I was at that point, I was like, you know what? I feel accomplished. Like, nigga, my name coast like just call me coast and um later on i just got tired of it like hey coast 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 i'm like no nah, you don't even know me like that you don't know me personally to call me coast like no you know just I'm, i just dropped coast and i just started by going with nikos and um Somehow I try to separate the two. Like, if you don't know me, just call me Nikos. If you know me, you can call me that I don't know what the fuck. That was so pre-Madonna. Dang. It, that was weird. Anyway, um, so at work, right? These young niggas that that I work around and I work with, they make up shit every day. Like, every day. A nigga has a new nickname. And I'm always late to find out about it. Because I'm like, I don't don't even know what y'all young niggas are talking about. And so, uh, (laughs) this one nigga, he was like, Ario, Ario, I'm I'm steady doing, I need to be doing. He was like, man, you hear me calling you? I'm like, you call who? Nigga, he said, I said, Ario. I'm like, bro, my name is Nico's. He was like, yeah, you know, I just call you air. Yo, I was like, oh, all right. So that nigga said it throughout the day. And I was like, bro, I done told you, nigga, I don't know what the fuck you saying. Like, I don't know what you're saying. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what you're saying. I don't know what you done made up. And, uh, he laughed about it. I mean, I laughed about it too, but the next day they started calling each other sack. Like, oh, nigga, you a sack. You a wet sack. I'm like, what the fuck is a sack? Like, what y'all young niggas talking about? And so, um, maybe one day last week, the nigga was like, hey sack, I'm steady doing my shit. He was like, hey, sack. I'm like, I turned around, I was like, nigga, who are you talking to? He's like, I said, hey, sack, man, I'm talking to you. I was like, nigga, I done told you one time my name is Nikos. He was like, Yeah, I just want to call you sack though. I'm like, no, nigga, I'm not answering to that. And he drove off and I'm laughing. And um, I was just like, "This shit dumbfounded me. Because now I'm starting to get like little nicknames and be known by certain names when I go different places. And I don't mind. Because um, I answer. I mean, as long as I don't find it disrespectful, I answer. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. And so another nigga I worked with, um, And I know him personally because one of my partners coached him. And I coached his, oh, damn, I coached three of his brothers. Shit, nigga is really old out here. Dang, I coached, man. I had one of his brothers for two years, for his junior and senior year. I had his other brother his sophomore through senior year. Then I had his little brother seventh and eighth grade. And some of ninth grade. Golly nigga really is oh the hell i've been doing what time went all right anyway um so the nigga was like so we at work talking we're standing we were standing around the desk and i started walking off and he was like hey ricky williams and i knew he was talking to me because he had said it before and uh, one of the other niggas bust out laughing, like, man, why you call that nigga Ricky Williams? He was like, shit, that nigga looked like Ricky Williams. After Ricky Williams got in the league and got on that dope. Like, you know, Ricky Williams used to be big. That nigga, that used to be fat. Y'all don't know that nigga like that. And, um, like, I couldn't do nothing but like, He was like, man, that nigga name Ricky Williams, man. He got the beard, he got the hair. That nigga just looked like him and Kell sometimes. And we just started laughing. Like, and, and that. And I'm not mad with with being called Ricky Williams. I'm not. Because I thought that was actually funny. I thought it was funny. That nigga had to think about that. And um, I I just, I was cool with that. Like, I, I was just cool with that. But it's just the whole point of black people, we would give a nigga a nickname in a minute. We would give a nigga a nickname in a minute. Like, a, a nigga name might be Sean J. Or 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 Corey, we'll call that nigga Duck. Like, hey Duck, and that nigga go his whole life being known as Duck. You know, or um, shit, you got Sean Sean. I I I mean, well, you you wherever city you from, wherever you grew up, you know a nigga with a nickname, or you met somebody with a nickname, and it might have took you like three months to learn that nigga real name. Like, hey man uh like i got a partner named dick <laughs> and i i met this nigga at, at summer school in high school and and he's one of my close friends like right now like the nigga live up the street from me and i remember when i first met him, i was like hey man why they call you dick he was like shit at punk and i was like wait a minute i just called this nigga by a sexual term and our homeboy, Punkin, was right there. He was like, hey, man, don't, don't be fucking around me like that. And we all all three of us started laughing. Mind you, I didn't even go to school with these niggas. I just met y'all two weeks ago in summer school. And we just clicked up and became cool. And niggas, like, people that know him personally, they still call the nigga Dick from time to time. Like, hey, Dick, he'll answer. And I know a nigga named Lil Dick. I'm like, and he's short. I'm like, man... How? how, like, in in so it doesn't matter the city you in, it don't matter where set you claim, niggas got mad nicknames. And I and here I am thinking, like, I'm really upset that I didn't grow up with a nickname. Now, my brother, um, one of my older brothers and his friends, they used to call me Pooh Pooh. And I hated that. Oh my god, I hated that. When I was like six or seven. And them niggas be walking the street and I'm in somebody's yard playing ball like, hey, Poo Poo, run to the stove for us. I'm like, nigga, I don't know who Poo Poo is. And I knew they were talking to me. And my brother would call me by my real name. Then i not come over there. So I guess I just felt the self, a thing of entitlement like, nigga, you gonna, I'm not answering to that. And then I got, <laughs> I got a friend slash nephew named Stonen Rock. Like, that's like, how? How he get a cool, like his whole life this nigga name been Stony Rock. And I know his real name. And to hear him called by his real name is so weird. Like don't nobody call him by his real name ever. That nigga name been Stony Rock since we started playing. My nigga, my nigga Jason, every time we talk about some West Point LaGrange stuff, right? Which is where we're from. We're from two rivaling cities in sports and I you know some personal stuff or whatever. But when we get to talking about it and we will laugh, he'll bring up he'll he'll call so many niggas by their nicknames. And and we'll just sit and laugh like, "Bro, that nigga's nickname is really such and such." And then he'll call out his real name like, "Man, that nigga was really good in sports." Like that nigga would fight. He used to kill us. And I and I just sit and we laugh. And I and I these nicknames man what is your nickname what's your nickname like my aunts and my granny like they don't they don't pronounce my real name correct they call me nicole if you've ever been around them then you know they'll say with the quickness nicole and i remember one of my aunts asked me she was like what is your real name i was like it's Nikos. and they was like oh we've been just saying it wrong we just been calling you nicole then my aunts would say cole My little cousin be like, "Hey, Cole, uh, can you take me to such and such?" I'm like, "Nigga, no, cause that ain't my name." But I don't know. It's just this whole nickname thing. We all got them, and I used to feel like I used to feel left out because my sister just texts me, "Happy birthday, brother. Enjoy your day." You better put me on your Snapchat so all your friends can see me, like you said you was gonna do. All right, next topic. I just wanted to talk about that—the whole nickname thing. And I remember at work, that shit just bothered me. Man, that really bothered me last week. Like this nigga called me two things that wasn't even my—that wasn't even close. Like nigga, I'm not answering that because I don't know any—I don't know what that means. I guess the moral of the story is: uh, be careful to what you answer to. Yeah, be careful to what you—be what, careful to the name that you answer to. Yeah. That's the moral of the story. That's what we're gonna go with. All right, moving forward, right? So dig this. And I never thought about this until um it might have been early last week. So I'm talking to one of my friends in Nashville, right? And um she was talking about cooking for her kids or cooking, going to get something to eat. And I've heard a lot of single mothers say, they ain't going to say single mothers. I've heard a lot of women with children say this, even, even my sisters, like my aunts, like my friends, moms, like their aunts, parents, cousins. I've heard a lot of women say this, but I know it comes a lot from single moms too. And I know a lot of married women that do the same thing. Um, they say, well, my kids don't, eat leftovers i'm like so you cook every day sometimes because i be wanting fresh food too and i remember um she was like that's just black privilege i was like how in the fuck is that black privilege how but you know what when i thought about it, i'm like yeah that is a part of black privilege it's a part of black privilege because we as black people are known to eat leftovers how long thanksgiving how long does thanksgiving last in your house, how long does Thanksgiving last? Thanksgiving lasts. Like grandma gonna gonna put them greens in the in the freezer. She gonna pull them out two weeks later after church. Everybody telling them up like man, these green good. What you cooked these last night, baby. Them from Thanksgiving. What? How long does Christmas food last? The only food that we don't care about is to eat over and over again is the New Year's Day food. Like your peas and greens. But how long does July 4th food last? How long? Like the black privilege privilege is not to eat leftovers. We've gotten too good for leftovers. Nigga, you, the devil, and every other nigga in the world that says they do not eat leftovers are a whole lie. I love leftovers. I was raised off of them. I kill them every day. I got another friend. She don't eat leftovers. Like all the niggas I know, oh, we kill leftovers. My my homeboy Dick. I don't want to say his real name. My homeboy Dick. That nigga eat leftovers. I was at his house. Me and my cousin was talking about this yesterday. I was at his house like three weeks ago and he had cooked out. It was still sort of warm. He had cooked out... um, his girl had made some pasta salad, right? And when I went up there it was sorta of late. But I saw I saw the biggest container of pasta salad. And she makes really, really good pasta salad. So that was a Saturday night. Um I I called her Tuesday. I was like, yo. And I text, I was like, So you got some more, y'all got some more pasta salad though? She was like, yo. I was like, bet, I'm gonna come get some. I said, No, I ain't I just am going come get some. I asked, I was like, Can I come get some? She was like, Yeah, like, come on. So I walked up the road, it was a half a container left. I was like, Man, y'all didn't eat it. She was like, bro, we done with it for real. We we ate it Sunday. We ate it Saturday, Sunday. And um my homeboy took some to work that Monday, but he didn't take a lot. She was like, Man, get as much as you want. And I had the plastic container. Man, I took I damn near scooped out the whole thing. And she was like, bro, Jay, go ahead and fill it all up, man. Pull the rest of this in there. I was like, you sure? She was like, yeah. But then she was like, hold on, wait. I'm going to take my grandmama song. Because I know she will want some. When I tell you I got the biggest container of pasta salad, and she, th- like she made it Saturday. So that's Sunday, Monday, and it was Tuesday. Like most of y'all new niggas and most of y'all with new nigga attitude and new nigga money, Oh y'all would have threw that away. Not me. A nigga like me gonna smash it to infinity. I I just eat leftovers, and I think I get that from my parental. I'm tired of saying my mama. I just get that from my parental growing up in in our house. Cause I grew up a I grew up the only child, but I'm the youngest of four. So that explains a lot. Why be yeah? That that explains a lot. Anyway, um, so and she was one of those parents that. Whatever we eat for Thanksgiving, if like let's say thank Thanksgiving is on Thursday, right? So we are gonna eat it Thursday. Come back from shopping on, uh, Friday. We are gonna eat it again. She gonna put it up Saturday. She gonna pull it right back out for Sunday. Like I ain't cooking. You better get some of that Thanksgiving dinner. And I was just going there in that refrigerator, dig out of that cold, uh. Cold dressing, whatever turkey wing was left warm them up and just eat like I could at on Sunday with Thanksgiving leftovers you can be picky like you can be picky then like I don't want none of that if it's a yam left, I get some yam but that's it I don't want the rest of it but she'll throw some like my parental would throw some greens in the freezer with the quickness she got me like that uh a couple different times as an adult I'll go to her house after church she'll have some cabbages. And you know, she know me. She know a nigga like me going to tear some cabbages in half. Cabbages, pintos, limas, black beans, um, black beans, black eye peas, uh, turnips. I don't eat collars. Uh, collars are too heavy for my system. I don't like the way they make me feel. But she know if she pull any one of them out the freezer and I don't know that they're coming out the freezer and I just walk in the kitchen and I smell them and I see them, I'm tearing into them. And eight times out of ten, I don't taste freezer. I'm like, man, these good. When you cook these? Like, early Saturday? It, it had, you probably cooked them today they come over here. She was like, oh, no. I pulled them out of the freezer before I left for church and just warmed them up. I'm like, God. In the back of my mind, I'm like, this nigga, hell, bro. Like, you stay doing this. Like, she'll pull, like, froze cornbread and everything out. But you black privileged people, I, you know what? I think I don't have a problem with y'all. I understand. And low key, I, I'm sort of envious because I be want to eat fresh food every day, too. I just don't. A nigga like me just so used to having leftovers and leftovers are really just that damn good. So another thing about black privilege and. um <laughs> She was telling me um, that, like, she works from home. And so she was like, something about her kids, she got to take them. Something about them going to school and riding the bus or whatever. And I asked, I was like, so is the black privilege part going to drop them off at school? And we both laughed. Because that's a black privilege, too. I don't know when did. So uh, let me ask y'all this. You niggas that are parents. And when I say niggas, I mean men and women alike. Y'all niggas that are parents, right? When did your kid become too good not to ride the bus? I rode the bus. I'm pretty sure you rode the bus, too. And, you know, I feel like riding the bus is a part is a is a passage to teenagehood and adulthood. It teaches you how to be social. It teaches you uh, you got to learn how to fight on the bus and at the bus stop, getting off the bus. You got to learn how to crack them jokes on the bus. It's a passage to becoming a teenager. So how many of y'all niggas out there not letting your kids ride the bus? But I mean, her kids ride the bus, but I said it in a joking manner and we just laughed about it. But how many of y'all niggas not letting y'all kids ride the bus? When did when did we in the black community start doing that? So we get out to bed and, and it's cold. Like so, black mamas, because usually black dads be on. They be at work probably by six. You know what I'm saying about or getting ready to go to work. You know I don't know too many niggas that uh, that go to work at eight o'clock or have to be to work at eight o'clock. I know a few, but most of them got to be to work before seven. So black mamas, you mean to tell me y'all getting out that bed where that man just finished getting up and you smelling his scent still. Uh, or you just sitting there in your own world sleep on and you done rolled all over the bed since this nigga gone. You mean to tell me you getting out the bed putting on your house coat, your gown, and whatever, rollers all in your hair, all that. Cause I know my mama did it for me when I missed the bus. So you mean to tell me you getting up in the cold, warming that car up and taking these little kids to school, taking your children to school, you driving to the middle school. And you telling them, have a good day. Really? What? I, I mean, not that it's foreign. Not that I don't understand because I do. We should all want to wish our kids a good day. But, you know, whatever. You mean to tell me they too good to ride the bus? You can't tell them from the bed Like mama we gone Alright have a good day You can't tell them from the bed You can't you know what is it I, I just That's black privilege That's what we get into I'm not upset with it I understand it I'm pretty sure my daughter get dropped off I'm, I know she get dropped off at school But she's ready to ride the bus Cause she's nine And she knows how to interact Um Hmm what else is black privilege? I'm not. I would say being a sports mom that ain't black privilege because that's one thing we're gonna do. We're gonna support our kids in sports. Hmm, that's the only. Those two are the only things that I was like. This is really some black privilege stuff right here. Just and what really bothered me is niggas not eating leftovers. Like my nephew and my niece. Well, really, my niece, because my nephew, he eat about like I do. If it's in there, I'm finna eat it. My niece, like, I was at my sister's house yesterday, right? And um, my sister, she wanted some shrimp. And my niece was just laying in the bed. My sister was about to make some shrimp. And she was like, well, i just make it tomorrow, you know, just get in here and eat, eat whatever in the refrigerator. She was like, no. I'm like, what? And I'm like, my, my niece is 18. I was like, she better get her big ass up and come in here and cook. And my sister just looked at me like, nigga, mind your business? Goddamn my baby. <laughs> and um, she was like, look, I'll make the shrimp tomorrow. I don't I don't feel like doing it. I'm ready to go to bed. And my niece was in, like, and she had her door open. She was like, oh. She was like, just get up and just come in here and fix you whatever in here. You can do it. No. My sister was like, you know what? Your ass just gonna be hungry because I'm finna go to bed. And at that point, I laughed. I was like, "Man, I see. You. I'm about to go." And I'm, I don't know if my niece ate last night or not. And really, I ain't even killed because I'm like, "Nigga, you old enough now to get your big ass up and come in here and cook. You can have kickbacks and spend the nights and stuff. All and you know your little baby adult parties, but you can't get up and come fix your ass something to eat. That's black privilege." That's really black privilege. That is. That's black privilege. All right. Now, I do have a question. Um, All over social media, there, there people always talking about vacation, vacations, vacations, vacations. Well, it came up during a conversation. The word, the term friendcation came up. And I'm like, what the fuck is a friendcation? And the person I was talking to, they was like, oh, that's when you go somewhere with a friend. I'm like, y'all do this? Like, this is a thing in the world? And I and I asked social media, like, what is a friendcation? And um, I didn't, I got a couple responses. One of my homegirls hit me up via text, she was like, my nigga ain't going nowhere on a (laughs) friendcation. And I asked, I was like, yo, when did people start doing this? She was like, you'll be surprised how the world move. Like, you literally go somewhere as friends. Like, ain't no fucking involved. Like, my nigga, you sleep over there. You might see me change into some underwear and shit, but we friends. But I asked a couple different people, like, what's a friendcation? And these niggas looked at me. Like a couple of my partners looked at me like nigga, I ain't going nowhere as a friend, 'cause if me if me and a woman go somewhere by ourselves, we're gonna be we're gonna do some penetrating somewhere. I I done paid for their trip, I done paid for you to have a good time, me to have a good time, you know, or or you might have paid for food or you know, however it's split. But they was like, We go somewhere a friend, we coming back from a vacation. We can go on a friend case, but when we come back, that was a vacation. <laughs> like I, And I had some homegirls say the same thing Like oh yeah I'll go somewhere with you on a friendcation But when I come back Nigga you a bae And we just came back from vacation And I just laugh Because I've just never heard of the term Friendcation I, I never have So people out there that are listening Please tell me What the fuck is a friendcation To you Are you going on that in 2019 going into 2020, I don't care where you go. It could be like two states over or it could be a, a neighboring city. Are you going on frications? That's a funny term to me. And it was just funny to hear. That's all. That was real quick. All right. So now this is something that I have been hearing a lot about. Um, and I asked a couple of my female friends, like, uh, how did how did this even come up? that's it on the timeline was i talking to somebody oh, oh 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 my friend ariel she was telling me about an experience she had where a nigga didn't want to eat no pussy he was like he don't eat pussy and she was like she don't give out sex <laughs> and that was funny to me and we got into the whole conversation about niggas not eating pussy in 2019 and I'm like, my question is, how? Like, I know this is a joke. It has to be a joke. Now, women not sucking dick, that's nothing new. Cause, it, like, some women just don't get turned on by it. Like, and it's all right. And I and just, coming from a male's point of view, I just feel like us as men, we ain't got to have head every single time. Cause, shit, if we kiss enough, or if, hell, if you tell us, hey, the wrong way, we're gonna be dick hard. Like, we're gonna be, shit, I'm ready. But, like, I ain't, I ain't even puss unless you sucking dick Like nah niggas, niggas that aren't used to head Are doing that Niggas that aren't used to head are doing that Like I gotta get my dick sucked I'm Like no you don't Because she's giving you uh, a coochie coupon Nigga you should be happy Like you take that sale and go with it But so it's 2019. Niggas damn near 2020. And we are still having to have the conversation about niggas not niggas not going downtown. Why? Why is that? I I'm I'm really confused. Like I think it's a part like I I'm not is it the I don't want to say it's become the new norm, but it's a part of sex. Like you gotta, you nigga. You? Um, what them niggas said on 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 um, b- booty call. You got to lick it before you stick it. Like you got to you. <laughs> you got to like do it, niggas. Good for you. Um, when I was in seventh, eighth, ninth high school, those first well, I ain't gonna say seventh. Going when I was in eighth. From 8th to 10th grade, it was a going thing. Like, you start growing facial hair. Oh, that nigga eating a lot of it. Like, no, nigga, I'm going through puberty. That's what. That's why I got facial hair. Oh, that nigga eating a lot of it. Boy, I know he doing some. Like, no, nigga, I'm going through puberty. Like, right now, I'm going through puberty. Like, that's all. I'm just going through puberty. I remember this one time. Um... I'm not gonna say how past, how far in the past, how close in the in the present it is, but I was told, you uh, like your facial hair did something very different when you would eat, like it would grow. Um, I'm like, no, it ain't got nothing to do with that. I just, I hadn't washed it, I hadn't moisturized it, I just ain't did some stuff to it myself. But just going back to high school, that's all we knew. If a nigga grew a mustache oh, that done ate him song. ooh, we eating it. Like, so when did it become a thing to where niggas don't eat vagina? Why? Like, DJ Khaled DJ said it in an interview, like, I think it might have been on Breakfast Club. Like, nah, I don't do that. Nigga, please. Like, your wife done spawned you a whole kid. And nigga, you fat and you really, I, I don't never hear women just say you're attractive. They don't give you the love they give Rick Ross. Like, but Ross even came out and said like, nah, I don't do that. But nigga, you rap it. Um, What that nigga say? In one of his songs, he was like, I eat the pussy ass backwards. And then he said something in Dice Pineapples about it too. I think it might have been in Dice Pineapples where he said that. But do you come out of an interview and say you don't do it because you provide a lifestyle that makes it that you don't have to do it? Nigga, please. Even niggas on porn do it. And they, those the niggas that shouldn't have to do it. But they do it. But you mean to tell me regular niggas and rap niggas not doing it? Come on, my man. This ain't even sounding right. None of this is sounding right. I am utterly baffled that the in 2019, we are still talking about niggas not eating vagina. Y'all niggas are weird. The ones that's not doing it, y'all niggas are wholeheartedly weird. Y'all some weirdos. I mean, you should want to get down there and do it. It's good for you. Y'all niggas so weird, bro. Oh, God. Y'all niggas weird. Look, um, I'm about to take a break right here because I'm at 55 minutes. Well, 56 officially, right? And Anchor gives you a 60 minute recording segment before it cuts off. So I'm just going to cut it right here. I'm going to do my every jump right back into it. And then we're going to finish off the podcast One. <music> Alright, so I'm back. Now, this last thing that I need to discuss or talk about, topic, whatever, however you want to call it, whatever you want to say, right? This is something that I'm yet to understand. I've had this conversation with uh, a number of people. And I hear it from women way more on a serious tip than with men. With men, like the niggas I talked about it with, like, we legit laughing like, nah, bro, I ain't doing that. So, Um, let's just, let me just be blunt about this. How long should sex, how long should sex be? How like, how long should sex last? Like I've heard a couple people say 20 to 25 minutes is perfect time. Me personally, I agree. 20 to 25 minutes of sex is really, really good. Um, and honestly, it depends on how fast she gets hers. And if like, you know, one thing that I learned over time is women can really pass on one. Like that's something that I really had to learn. Like, uh-uh, I ain't want that one. Like, that's a small one. And I I remember that happened to me once. I'm like, what? As long as you get it, you get it. like, what you doing? Like, no, no, sister, no ma'am. Uh-uh. No, if it's a, if it's a, uh, easy bit of orgasm you done got yours like you don't be trying to hold that thing let it build up <sighs> let me saw because i was really frustrated right there like when i think back about what happened like that legit happened to me i remember she was like you trying to make me calm i'm like yeah she was like i'm not ready yet like i am not ready so we steady doing it. And I and she come anyway. She's like, oh, my God, you just going to make me come. And she was like, that's not the one I even wanted. And we kept going. I'm like, yo, that really threw me off. So she she did get the one that she wanted. And, like, soon after, like, I got mine. And I was just, up. like, I was, like, afterwards, I remember we had talked about it. I was like, yo, what the fuck was that? She was like, nigga, I ain't want that one. Like, that wasn't it mm I got the one I wanted. be happy, you did good now, go to sleep and uh, in all of my years, I remember that that's that I ain't gonna say it just stuck with me, but i just it's, it's like a it's like a tour of clubs. I just remember it like that's a card I don't even want, but I remember it but anyway, how long should sex be at thirty plus? Like, you know, I I just assume that all of my listeners are 30 and above. So, well, I'm going to say 32 and above because from 30 to 31, you still having late 20 sex and you really ain't tapped into your 30 sex era yet. But how long should sex last? Like, y'all niggas really out here taking an hour? Like, what type of drugs you on? Like, even Henny Dick. If you drop a henny, dick, my nigga, you still, you got a legit thirty minutes. You just gonna be going. You gonna be doing stupid stuff, like you going you gonna give it to her till she dry, you know. And that's not cool. So, but how long should it last? Like, how long should good sex last? How long? Like, I, I remember, um, R.I.P. to this dude, man. He was a really really good dude, and he put me on a lot of game. Um, he told me he was like. If a woman don't make you go there in 15 minutes, she ain't no good. And I asked him because I'm at a young age. I'm like 23, 24 at the time, like 23, 24 at the time. And I asked him, I was like, well, what if it's just one of them times like you just up and in it and, you know, you just raring to go like, shoot, I've been waiting on this. He was like, nigga, let me tell you something. I don't care how long you've been waiting on it. If she don't make you go there in 15 minutes, she ain't no good. I was like, well then, I was like, okay. But I, me, now, I, I, not tell this story all the time, and a couple women I've told it to, they've, they've been like, well, I guess I ain't no good because I, I won't make a nigga go down fifteen minutes sometimes, and but I don't apply that to myself because I don't know when that thing gonna come, it could come, within them first ten stroke, like you know what, Whew. I don't know if this one just was built and was sitting. I don't know if it was just sitting right there, just waiting. I don't know if it popped up out the blue. Like, I don't know where that one came from. But you know what? You get them points because you made it come on out. You made it happen. Or it could just be one of them times like, you know what? Like, I'm just I'm holding this back and I'm, I'm just trying to wear you down. Like, I'm really trying to put this work on you. Tonight today lunchtime morning Whenever I'm really trying to put this work On you But I remember just when he said that I was like man that shit ain't right Like that's not fair But just getting back to my question How long should sex last Now for me like I said 20 to 25 Minutes it's great time And quite honestly And I think as adults we all Can agree after the woman gets hers, like legit, nigga, you got about 15 strokes left, sometimes, depending on the position. But if it's that sweet, sweet missionary, nigga, you legit got 15 strokes left. After she done, huh, whoo, wait a minute. After she done did her, after she's erupted, oh, you got about 15 strokes left, for real. Unless you got on a a raincoat then you know it's whatever you don't even feel you don't feel what you even need to feel to get them 15 strokes but after them 15 strokes well after she gets hers them 15 strokes it's sleepy time like it's legit man you know that was really good you want some water like yeah i want some water you want some juice you you hungry like what we need before this nap come in we need to, we need to put on Black Panther and, and set it for like 10 minutes. What we need, like what's going to make this nap, this post-sex nap, this post-clarity nap even more better. Like, I don't, I don't understand people having sex for an hour. That baffles me. Uh, And so look, I'm, I'm a, um, um, I am a gym rat now. I have officially accept, accepted the fact that I'm a gym rat. Like I live in the gym. That's why I spend the majority of my time. That's why I like to clear my mind. Um, so I have pretty good stamina. But even after, I feel that whoosh. After I after I hear all that breathing in my ear, and that ah, oh, ah, oh, ah. Oh. After I hear it and I'm feeling it, after that, that mean number three combo hit me. I know, oh, yes, sir, buddy. I got 15 left. (laughs) I got 15 strokes left. I can slow it down, I can speed it. It don't matter what I do, I got 10 to 15 strokes left. If it's 10, if I know I can feel 10, I'm a whole, like, I gotta, like, wait, Mm -mm. I ain't ready yet. That's gonna be, that's my go-to line. Like, I ain't ready yet. Nigga, I know, that I ain't ready yet. That's me saying, I got 10 strokes. Like, bro, we got 10, we got 10 left before his, man, that just feels so good. I just, thank you. And you do a slight high five or, whew, man. That little thing got some power to it. You do something to boost her self esteem even higher, like you know. I, I remember a conversation the young lady was having during our tenure, and um, the, she would say, like, if when you don't come or, you know, if you take too long to get to get yours, I feel a type of way, and and you know what. Shout out to my homegirl, Ariel. Me and her were talking, and and she was telling me the same thing. Like, this nigga just, he don't, sometimes, you know, I was, we just had a conversation. Sometimes men want to, sometimes we don't want to. Like, look, if we get it, we get it. If we don't, we don't. It's all right. You got yours. I done done felt your wound. Like, I'm good. You go lay down and go to sleep. I'm all right. I'll tag you again in a minute. And when I tag you, I'm going to tag you hard and I'm going to tag out. And that's when I suck on my thumb and sleep like a baby. That's it. That's when I will, you know, Ah, and, you know, women, I need for y'all to understand this. If a man doesn't get his, it's all right. You still like it's all right. Like There's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with your box, your vagina, your coochie, your whatever you want to call yours your pocketbook. It's nothing wrong with yours. It's us. We sometimes we just want to lay this thing down. Like we like, all right, I done did what I need to do. Shut up. Don't start all this. Why you didn't, you know what? Take your butt to sleep. I'm gonna tag you again in a minute. Trust me, you're gonna get tagged. That was that right, that was all for you. I am going to tag you. And about 20 minutes later, get what? You wake her up and you tag her. You put a body tag on her. And she just laying there, woke looking stupid. And you just, man, that's the best drool sleep ever after you tag them. It is. That's the best drool sleep ever after tagging. And you know what? So can we come to a uh, an agreement? After you've thought about it, talked about whoever you need to talk to your talk about um, like I do when I listen to different podcasts, like I talk while they're talking like, oh, no, nigga, you wrong. Like it don't even. So after you've done all that, can we come to a agreement that sex, sex should last in the in the 32 and up era, 32 and up era? Sex should last. Really good sex lasts about 20 minutes, 20 to 22 minutes, 20 to 25 minutes is it. And can we come to that agreement? Like sex between 20, 20 and 20 to 5, 20 and 25 minutes. That's that's really good sex. Anything over 25 minutes like your bodies aren't in sync. If you doing it for an hour and y'all sweating and ah, ah 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 ooh, and she not even like is she she done went from being wet to moist to like bro, uh, we need to start over. When it gets to that point, y'all bodies are really out of sync. Your body's out of sync. Now if y'all going slow. If it's a slow hour, because I've had that happen to me. If it's a slow hour and her eyes and stuff be red, then nigga, you really tagging her. And you need to think that ball the absolute that you had before you got some. But 20 to 25 minutes is really good sex. Um, after, or any time after she gets hers and you get your 10 to 15 strokes in like y'all good money. Your body's in sync like. Hers has told yours, nigga. It's all right. Let your soul glow. <laughs> Let your soul glow, and you know you go to sleep after that. And while I was talking about that, right, um, it came to my mind. Let me talk about shacking really, really quick. So it's a young nigga that I work with. Um, he he's from a place that I know, um, and. He where he lives, I dated a young lady there, right, and I was telling him, I was like, man, you might know such and such, he was like, the one with all them kids, I was like, yeah, Yo. so, and, and, you know, we was talking about an ex that everybody knows as the ex with all the kids, and she only had three, um, but he was like, yeah, you know, I know her, and I was telling him about another young lady that where he's from and I was like, oh yeah, me and her, we had a thing you know, whatever, whatever. He was like, yeah man, yeah, I know her too, she a good girl, whatever, whatever. He was like so, um, where y'all stayed at? I was like, oh, I live I live such and such. And he was like, uh-uh, where y'all stayed? I was like, no nigga, ain't no where y'all stayed. I stayed at my place, she stayed at hers, we would just visit back and forth. He was like, oh, y'all didn't live together? I was like, no nigga we ain't live together And he looked at me with such Disdain He looked at me disgusted like bro what What type of nigga don't live And my question was To him like what type of nigga just Shack And he he took his Whole face expression like Oh uh, You know what N- Nigga you right and I've been thinking about moving out the house with my girl But like, well, I've been thinking about getting my own spot And I was just like, oh, okay And now that I'm thinking about shacking Like, who told y'all it was okay to live together? Like, on social media, people are always talking about splitting rent, splitting bills The man should pay all of this while I just do this, this, and this and keep mine Why are we shacking in the first place? Why are we roommates that have sex Together Why for what Like all the old people that I know That are dead and gone They would flip turn and kick them Caskets if they knew That This generation was just up here Shacking and living together That's crazy Like Who And I know I'm not the only one I know I'm not the only one, because when I talk to my homeboys that are um, single, but they're dating someone exclusively, and I ask them, like, y'all gonna live together? Them niggas be like, no, bruh, no, uh-uh, nah, like, she got stuff over here, I got stuff over there, like, we always at one spot or the other, and I and I ask, like, so why y'all just don't live together? And niggas be, those niggas just be like, nah, like, uh-uh, I'm, I'm straight, so deep down, I don't think it's the thing of them being scared to live together. I just think, nigga, your, your teaching's coming up. Somebody told you, oh, y'all don't live together. And it's just like that. Like, y'all just don't live together. That's it. I'm anti-shacking. Um, my parents, my grandparents, well, my parents. You know what? Both of my parentals. They really are against shacking. My mom, especially. My aunt that passed away, God bless her glorious soul. She was really anti-shacking. <laughs> I remember she would be like, uh, like one of my partners went to her house. He came over there with me for something. She was like, baby, where you stay at? Like, you know, who are your people? Whatever, whatever. He was like, you know, I live in such and such, such and such. And she asked, she was like, are you married? He was like, no, ma'am. Me and my girlfriend live together. And she was like, let me ask you something, baby. No, she said, let me tell you something. Then I'm gonna ask you something. He said, she said, you know, you go to hell for shacking. <laughs> and he looked at me, I was like, bro, I mean, I I told you what the deal was gonna be when you walked in. Like, I that's that's the conversation we have looking at each other, like, nigga, I told you don't say that. And so she asked him, she was like, Are you gonna marry her? And he was like, you know, I've been thinking about it, I don't know. And she was like, my aunt said, well, let me tell you something, baby. If she good enough to go to hell for her, just marry her. Just do it right. Live right together. And I was just like, bruh, I told you, like, nigga, I told you not to say none of this. I told you not to say none of this. All right, nigga, I gave you the rundown before you walked in here. Don't say y'all live together. Don't say that, nigga. Don't. Because you're going to open up a whole book of worms. So, you know, we laughed. My aunt laughed. She was like, and before we left, she was like, babe, I'm just telling you now. You know, you go to hell for shacking. Just marry and live right. Do it right. If she worth going to hell for, she worth marrying. I was just like, nigga, okay. So we get, like, as soon as we close the door, we walking back to my car. He was like, nigga, what was that? I was like, bro, I told you. I told you don't say that. I told you she was going to ask all type of questions. And nigga, I told you not to say that y'all live together. Like, I told you not to say that. And he was like, you know what, though, bro? Old school right, you know. You, she was right. I don't want to go to hell. I'm finna move out. Man, we bust out laughing. And end of that story, that nigga ended up moving out. But they ended up getting married, too. And that's pretty much it. I think that's all I got. If it's not all I got, that's all I wanna have. Um wait a minute, ben. what we been this week? Nigga, we already had locked in. Oh but let me see if I get this spread. I'll talk to him. I'll talk to him. That nigga hit me up on here. Lam break. Oh so look, I, I I got um one of my birthday gifts. Um Um, my my nigga Johnny, he uh he had texted me a few weeks ago, got my address, was like, yo, you got a box coming. I was like, all right, I ain't pay no much attention to it no more after that. And when I I heard the the postman drop it off, right, and doing the little irritable part, I um I just went and checked it. You know what I'm saying? Nigga got me some crown pieces that I like, and I had been shopping. So I'm one of those people. I do look on Instagram, and I have. I I've been curious about ordering some stuff from Instagram, right? And it was this one particular site. It's an African site. Like they make really, really nice looking clothing. And um, so at the bottom of the box it was a jacket. And I seen the jacket, I'm like, man, this motherfucker clean. If you see me this weekend, I will have the jacket on. That's the jacket that I got for for my birthday. And it was from the site. And I looked at it, I'm like, yo, nigga, I know this place. Cause I've been looking at some shirts from there. And that jacket is nice. I'm going to get me a black turtleneck. Um, I have some gray, checkety black slacks. And I'm wearing that this I'm wearing that Saturday night. So if you see me, you know what I'm saying, just tell me I smell good. Tell me I look nice. And don't try to kiss me on the cheek because I'm not with none of that. Just you can grab a pic, though. You have my permission to sneak a pic, grab a pic, do whatever. Um, Shout out to my nigga J-Ray. Appreciate that, bro. One love on that. Um... Just to run these songs back down for the birthday list. First song, Gucci Man, Bricks, Drake, Wu-Tang Forever, uh, Trap Called Quest, Electric Relaxation, um, Tom Brown, Funkin' for Jamaica, Kanye West, We Major, Soul to Soul, Back to Life, uh, Big Crit, Bear Me and Gold, Juvenile 400 Degrees, Dom Kennedy, Gold Alpinus, featuring Rick Ross, um, and Luther Vandross. Bad boy, house party, home, whatever. Bad boy, bad, bad. Yeah, that song. Um, Yo, officially, today is my birthday, man. I'm 36. Entering the woo is the name of this. No, entering the 36th. You know what? I'm going to title this entering the 36th chamber. Yeah, the 30, I, I might be entering the 36th chamber or the 36th chamber, something like that. But um, shout-out to Jerome Bettis for wearing number 36, one of the the best running backs to ever play in the NFL. Um, Shout-out to the bus, man. I remember watching the bus. That's when we used to – at that particular time when we played football on Sundays, I would – like, that's when I started wanting to run the ball because I I would watch Jerome Bettis. Like, man, this fat nigga can run. I know I can run the ball. So I started running the ball outside, and I – uh, you know, I was pretty decent running the ball then. Um, in high school, I tried to play some fullback because of Jerome Bettis, too. And I was really good in practice. Like, the coaches didn't fuck with me because I was a jerk. And I didn't. I really didn't care to put forth the effort or stand in their faces like the rest of the niggas that they liked. But I was pretty decent. My brother was a running back. That nigga was a good running back, too. Um, Yo... Stay black, man. Stay proud. Make sure that you drink water. If I see you this weekend, it's always a toast. Um, shout out to my man, Millage, for giving me the advice about how, how to wear those vests. And he sent me the link for um, Joe's A Bank. They were having a, a vest sale two times for Millage, man. It, t- it still takes a village. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Oh, dollar sign, it's Nikos. Um, Nikos is a capital N, so it's dollar sign, lowercase letters, ITS, uh, capital N E K O S. E E K O S is all lowercase. You can feel free to cash out me a dollar. Um uh, PayPal information. I don't even know my PayPal right now. I can't even think about it and I don't want to look in my phone for it. But just cash out me a dollar. I will appreciate it and I will say thank you. Um Yeah. Hey, remember to always pay things for. Oh, let me let me run this too real quick. Visit the website. It's Nikos.com. dot Work to my man Marcus for putting that together for me. You can leave um, all type of emails on there. I will correspond accordingly. Um, Twitter uh, at Establish in the 80s. It's Nikos on Instagram. Um, yeah. Go to Apple. Mute, go to Apple Music. Go to Apple Podcast. Leave me a review. I don't care what star you give me, honestly. Uh, I would like five stars just so I could be recommended. Um, But leave me a review. Leave me the stars. Uh, Same for Google Podcasts, same for Spotify podcast and the rest of those places where you can listen. Um, And like I always say, man, eat healthy, live. Oh, God, here we go. I, I think I need to change this because I don't remember it. Eat healthy. Oh, no. Yeah. Eat healthy, live clean no, eat clean, live healthy. No, eat healthy, live clean, stay good. Yeah. And um, oh, there will be a live podcast this weekend, too. Problem, try to do two. There will be live podcasts this weekend. Um, in the meantime, between time, man, y'all stay black, stay proud, stay alive, drink water, um, and mind your own business. Nothing better than that. All right. Stay black. God bless. Peace. We out of here.